How many times do I have to say thing? Is that the bit? Hey everyone, welcome to Spilling TV, the podcast. My name is Tyler, and on this episode, I'm going to be talking about Utopia Falls, episode 5, Lose Control. So Utopia Falls, episode 5, Lose Control, was written by Nicole Demers, who also wrote some episodes of 16, the cartoon, um, Total Drama Island, and also some episodes of Degrassi, The Next Generation. This is like a common thread here. I feel like, my memory sucks, but I really feel like most of the people, or like most of the writers that, uh have written for this show also wrote at least one episode of Degrassi the Next Generation. Um, This episode was directed by Melanie Orr and she also directs the next episode as well. And then this is when I noticed something that the directors direct in like chunks of two. So like RT directed those first two and then Suds directed the next two and then the other person Oh, wait, are these the next two? These are the next two. Um, and so Melody, Melanie directs these two, and then someone else directs seven and eight, and then RT is back for nine and ten. Um, but Melanie also directed an episode of Dark Matter, which was a show that Joseph Malozzi created. And I saw that this is like not related to her directing abilities, but she was the script supervisor on Orphan Black for a bunch of episodes, and I loved that show. So a couple things I want to talk about. One, this episode is called Lose Control, which is a Missy Elliott song featuring Sierra. But then I also found out that it's another song by um, Silk from like 92. But that's like R&B. So I'm pretty sure that's not the song they're referencing um, because they have this whole hip hop aesthetic. That's not right. This whole like hip hop uh, genre thing going on here. This whole hip hop sci-fi thing. I don't know. Never heard it done before, but I'm really into it. So the other thing I want to talk about was that Phydra sucks. And I I say it a lot. And I mean, I'm not going to stop saying it because she does suck. But I recognize that she has to exist because I need someone to hate. You know, you just have to have that one person that you hate. And like, I'm trying to figure out if I love to hate Phydra or if I kind of just hate Phydra. I think it's the love-hate thing. Um, like, on the bold type, I hate Pinstripe, but I, I just hate him. I don't really love it that much. Um, and then I also hated this other guy, Patrick, who I didn't love. I really just hated him. Honestly, I hate most of the white men over there. Richard's fine, though, at this point. Never hated him, just really wasn't that into him. But anyway, that's completely off topic. Um... Let me just circle back to what I'm actually here to talk about. Um, And that is episode five, which opens with Apollo in the cave listening to I Love by Joyner Lucas. And of course, I had to look it up because I don't know much about hip hop and I would not have been able to identify that song at all. Um, And as he's listening to it, Snoop uh, chimes in to tell them that his preset time has expired. So I guess after the whole like... um, the last time where he really lost himself there and then saw all of that destruction and bad there's a word that was on the tip of my tongue that disappeared because i almost said eugenics which is literally not at all what i meant what when the world is about to fall apart uh all that what is it called i can't keep doing this (laughs) i cannot 
I don't understand where the words go when they're in your brain and then they're not anymore. Um, all right, I'm just have to let it go again because it's really not coming to me. Um, but I'm assuming that after the, the whole thing where it was just real depressing that he needed to set a timer for himself or else he'll just spend eternity in there learning as much as he can and seeing a bunch of atrocities as well. So as he's leaving, he basically sees uh, like a map of Mortar. Um, I'm kidding. He sees a map of New Babel and also two other maps. Um, one for a place called New Lazarus and another one for a place called New Carthage. He looks at them confused because he knows not of those things. So we head over to Progress and we see Bodhi and Aaliyah having a moment. Um, also, it's like clear that something's different about their appearances, but I didn't notice the first time and I didn't notice this time. But um, Bodhi like told Aaliyah that he liked her hair. And um, I'm like, oh, okay, she let it down as in like it wasn't down before. I literally do not remember what it looked like. I guess I don't pay that much attention to people's appearances to notice these things. And then she also tells Bodhi that she like likes his new look and he's got some slits in the side of his uh, hair now. I don't know if they're called slits for real, but I feel like you know what I'm talking about. When you like shave like two slits into the side of your head, that's all I got. Like it's slits. Um, and then maybe the top of his hair is also different. So it's possible. I should have just gone back and like checked, but I didn't. So here we are now. So it's possible that before this, his hair was like uniform at the top. And now it's not, uh, <laughs> which is so not descriptive. But like, I feel like it's what happens when, you know, you take the curling sponge and then you do the thing that you do with the curling sponge, which I don't, I fully do not comprehend how that works. That's, that's magic. But I think maybe that, but like, they don't have curling sponge. He must have, never mind. Let's ignore all of that and then uh, move on to <laughs> um, something else. Bodhi tells Aaliyah that he never really had a reason to come to Progress Sector before until now. And it's like, ooh, he's saying things. But then they notice a bunch of kids in progress and they see that the way they've started dressing is different. Um, they're like dressing more relaxed. That's not what I mean. They're dressing more like like Aaliyah and like Brooklyn and the ones that were in the group performance. Um, and their hair is like different. And Bodhi said that one of them was like a mini Aaliyah. Um, and uh, yeah. So Nalia talks about how she hasn't spoken to her father since the performance, and she says she knows the tribunal probably wasn't pleased with it, especially after how mad Watts was. Just bitter. Um, and Bodhi tells her that the tribunal is not who he's worried about. He's more so worried about tempo, because sure, he performed with them, but he was definitely um, not into it. And Aaliyah tells him that there's nothing to be concerned about because Tempo would never hurt anyone and he's cool and not that kind of person. And then Buddy's like, just like, he says something about not letting him hurt her. And then she's like, he would never hurt anyone. She's known him since they were kids. And then Bodhi calls him her boyfriend and she immediately sets that record straight. She said, nope, we're not going to do this. Um, and she's like, that's not my boyfriend. So, um, this other girl walks up to them and she's like dancing and then starts rapping to like Bodhi and Aaliyah. And then they, they have a little moment or whatever, but then they notice on the wall some graffiti and it says, uh, Vice Cartel. 
And Aaliyah's like, who would do something like this? And then there's this whole, like, I don't know. I, w- I want to say somber, but, like, some authority people are trying to, like, clean it up. And then she's, I think she's the one that said it. She's like, somebody, like, one of us did that. Like, while we were in there taking away music and fashion, someone took away something that they saw and I don't know. So we head back to the academy. Well, we head to the academy for the first time in this episode. And Sage is practicing dance. Um, And it is flamenco that she's practicing. And I wouldn't have been able to tell you that. (laughs) Except that the music playing, because I was watching with subtitles, says flamenco music in there. And then when I when I saw that and then thought about it, I'm like, so in there, so I keep moving and uh, my bones are like cracking and I don't know if the microphone is picking it up or not and I don't know what to do about it. I can't help the fact that I'm crackly. I don't know. So I realized that is music playing? Like I hear music, like the viewers hear music, but do they hear this music when they're practicing? And I specifically asked because Sage is dancing flamenco, which is something she learned from the archive. So is this music like available? Like, is this flamenco music approved Gaia music? Like, yes or no? Because if it's not, then how is she hearing it? Which means she's got to just be practicing in silence. But then that begs the question of how, well, how many times do they practice in silence? Because like Tempo did that whole like ain't no sunshine like strings routine and that's definitely Gaia approved, you know, that that the stamp of New Babel approval. But if flamenco is a dance style she learned in the archive, does flamenco music exist in in New Babel? So then is she hearing it or not? I don't know if I just I just wanna know. I just wanna know. Um, and while she's practicing, Tempo walks in and ugh, Tempo, because then he says, let me guess, hip hop. And are you, did you, did, how, how did it look like hip hop? Like, did that look like what you all did for your performance? Did that look like what Aaliyah did when they got in trouble? Did that look like anything you saw when you were in there? Because if the answer is no, why would that be your guess? And maybe I would have forgiven this ignorance if it came from someone other than Tempo, but it didn't. So here we are. Um, and so then Sage corrects him and tells him it's flamenco and that the archive has a lot of great stuff. And that, and then she, she was like, if you would give it a chance, and he's like, I gave it plenty of chances. And I'm like, mm, they didn't, but okay, go off, I guess. So then Brooklyn walks in and says, hey, girlfriend. And Tempo looks at Sage and says, I think she's talking to you. But Sage's response is that she's not so sure about that. And I was like, ooh, tension. So then Sage, like, brings up Sierra and is like, you know, I have plans with Sierra. And then Tempo basically just moonwalks out of there. And then um, Sage is, like, telling Brooklyn how she saw her dancing with Sierra. And Brooklyn, like, laughs and, like, jokes that Sage is jealous and says that it was just dancing. But then she quickly notices that Sage is not laughing. She's serious about this. And so Brooklyn, like, resets and tells her that if it makes her uncomfortable, then she won't do it again. And it seemed very earnest and my wrist cracked again and I don't know how to make it stop. And I also don't know how to stop moving it because I talk with my hands a lot and I do it nervously sometimes. 
and there's literally no reason for me to be nervous right now because I'm literally in my living room by myself and no one can see me and almost no one will hear this anyway but I'm still moving my hand as if I am doing a full presentation it I don't know how to make stop um and that was a fun fact that you did not need to know moving left and right on along though uh, they make a plan that they're going to meet after lunch and then head to the reform sector market because Brooklyn, um, is going to do some alterations and she needs some stuff. So go over to the tribunal and Fire is basically going through a slideshow of people that have started dressing differently and like changing their hair because they've been influenced like stylistically by that exemplar group performance. And then she says that there is dissent throughout New Babel. And then the nature lady is really not having any of Pfizer's nonsense at this point. Also, the nature lady's name is Rhea. I would like to put some respect on the nature lady's name because I love the nature lady. I know her name's Rhea, but I don't know. Nature lady just really fits. Um, so then Phydra, ooh, Phydra pulls out the big guns and she hits them with the uh, graffiti photo. And then everyone's like, ooh. And they're all just just shook. Um, and then the chancellor, whose name I found out is Chancellor Diara. Um, well, that's the only note I have about that. Her name's Chancellor Diara. I don't remember what she said. Um, but Fyder's talking about how she wants to punish the people at the market for supplying the stuff for the alterations and whatnot. And then the chancellor reluctantly agrees to Fyder's nonsense and is like, oh, yeah, punish him. Shouldn't they punish him? She says... I don't know what she says. It was something else. But Fyder's like, Cam, get him. Like in her brain, she didn't say it out loud. Um, So we're back at the academy and Brooklyn and Aaliyah are getting lunch and they're talking about the exemplar performance. And then Brooklyn brings up Bodie and Aaliyah tries to brush it off and say that there's nothing going on between her and Bodie. But then, of course, Bodie walks up because he heard his name. And then Aaliyah's like, Oh, right, because what else do girls talk about other than cute boys? And I'm like, girl, you you do know what you just did, right? Like, you, you did that on purpose, yes or no? Um, and then Bodhi says, I'll just forget that you said I'm cute. And then Apollo walks up um, to the three of them and tells them that there's something important they need to see. So they go to the archive, and he shows them the maps that he found of the other two cities. Um, and at this point, this is when I find out what the shield is for, which was probably, I mean, I don't know. I don't think, no, it wasn't said before. I'm arguing with myself. I don't know why. Um, so the shield is to protect them from the poisons left over from the surface wars. I don't know if they ever said what a surface war was, but okay. Um, and then Aaliyah says that the world outside is toxic and dangerous. But then Bodhi suggests that maybe this is all a big lie and they're just using fear tactics, um, which are like as a way to keep people from discovering the truth. And I'm like, okay, Bodhi, you might be on to something. I don't know. Um, So Apollo wants to go on a mission to basically the edge of the earth slash the edge of the city to where the shield is. And Aaliyah is not down, but Bodhi is on board and Brooklyn is kind of into it. But then Aaliyah decides to just go ahead and go along with it when basically when Bodhi and Apollo are like, fine, we'll just go and, you know, like report back. And then Aaliyah's like, I got to go. Fine, I'm in. And then Brooklyn wants to go get Sage, but then they tell her that there's not enough time because they want to leave now and then make it back before dinner. 
um and then she kind of has like a little battle but then she's like okay i'm okay i'm coming and then she goes so you know she kind of like abandoned sweet sage there and it's like a little sad so the four of them are hiking which i mean it's not like a like what is the definition of a hike a walk like is everything a hike it does have to be uphill because they're not really walking up any hills or does it have to be like a forest like through like some like woods is that the only way for it to be a hike or is it just like a hike every time i like walk to the store I don't know. And I'm not going to look it up to verify anything like that. But uh, as they're on this hike, walk or whatever, they're having a debate about hip hop MCs. Um, And there's some like really cute banter between Aaliyah and Bodie about who's the better MC and who their favorites are. And then Aaliyah calls Grandmaster Flash whack. And then Bodie is like offended, but like in a fun way. And he's like, you literally just learned what that word means. Um, She says that she likes Kendrick and J. Cole. And like the whole thing's just kind of cute. And then Brooklyn chimes in and sizes Aaliyah. And then ironically, she says, old school East Coast rap is whack. And then Bodie like highlights the irony and the fact that her name is literally Brooklyn, which is a city on the East Coast. Um, And then he kind of just storms off disrespected, but like still in a fun way. Um, And in my brain, he called them peasants and walked away because I feel like that's what he felt like. He felt like he was talking to the peasantry. And so back at the academy, Sage sees Max like eating and it's like, okay, it's weird when they eat because it looks like they're sitting like under trees, but indoors. And I don't actually know if that's true or not, but it really looks like trees. And then um, she asks him if he's seen Brooklyn and then she gets aggravated pretty quickly because he says that he hasn't. And then he suggests that, oh, maybe she went to reform without you. And Sage is like, she wouldn't do that. And he said, well, maybe she just forgot. And she's like, she wouldn't do that. And it's like, whoa, really tense here. So quickly, calm down. Um, And so we're over back at the hike uh, to the edge of the earth. And Bodie is still talking about hip hop. And then Aaliyah says, Run DMC and LL Cool J and the Beastie Boys made hip hop mainstream. But the real moral of what Bodie's trying to get at here is that DJ Cool Herc is the first and finest. Like, he is the best since he was the first one that did it. And he's like, you got to remember your roots and all this other stuff. So then um, they stumble upon some, like, random buildings and go to check them out, even though Aaliyah says that there's no time. Now, I hesitate when I say buildings because, I mean, they said buildings, so I just repeated them. But there's something, like, not building. Okay, they're building... Mm. I don't know so it just kind of looks like a bunch of like steel stuff like the buildings are like metal like they're not real buildings like I don't think they could be inhabited but is that really what makes a building a building I don't know I don't know but it's like a like like a steel shed and some steel drums and then like I literally don't have any idea it just industrial maybe industrial is the word that I wanted to use it's like a dumpster I don't know um, so then Aaliyah asks Apollo about Tempo and Apollo tells her that Tempo loves her and then she gets like mm, a little weird about it and she's like he said uh, and then she says that Tempo just makes things so difficult and then she asks Apollo if he's ever been in love and he says he's only been in love with music and like really Apollo is just why just so wise like he said that one thing about for burdens too great distribute the weight he said this other thing because Aaliyah was talking about how the like the disagreement she had with Tempo was like a really big one. And he's like, it only seems like that in the moment. And I'm just like, why 
are you so wise? Is it because you spent all that time in the archive? Like you're just all knowing now? Uh, so then we go back over to the academy and Tempo is practicing uh, dance, but you know, like the, the boring classic stuff. But like he's like really, really going at it. Like there's jumping, there's spins, there's flipping, there's pain. You know, he's really into it. Um, we go back over to like the opposite of that. And Bodhi is rapping uh, a Biggie song and then Brooklyn asks if he wrote it. And he's like, I don't even understand half the words. So no. Um, and then they kind of talk about this whole, like this whole thing. And Bodhi's like, he doesn't regret sharing the secret of the archive because he feels like the whole purpose of it was to like preserve the past and like keep the past alive. And he feels like by sharing that, he did that. Like he introduced more people to it, which is thus keeping it alive and like preserving it. Um, and so then they, they find this like box, it's like 10 bucks, um, like with like a handle there's a better way for me to describe it like like a like a work box no that's a that's that's not good well it's like if you worked in like construction I don't know anything about construction but I imagine that they have like these tin boxes that keep stuff in there anyway they find it and they open it and then um I remember like the first time I saw this I was like kind of like shaken by it I don't know it's just it was something so interesting about it and kind of weird so when they started going through the contents of the box the first thing, uh, the box, um, the first thing Bodhi pulls out is a stack of money. It's like a stack of $100 bills. And he just says papers and then sits them on the ground. And then um, Brooklyn has something like a smaller container that came out of there. And it's like definitely like probably like kind of rare coins or whatever. But then Bodhi's just like pieces of metal and I'm like, wow, we really live in a capitalist society and it's ruined everything. I mean, I'm not saying that New Babel's like any better because they definitely have their own slew of issues. But I'm just like, for for the money and the coins to be so obsolete, it just shows you how so many things that we think matter don't really matter in like the greater scheme of things. Like it, it simply does not. And like, that was just really something. And then um, they find like literal diamonds, like a, like a sack of diamonds. And then Bodhi's like, cut glass. And I'm just like, wow, you just really like when you just say what it is, and take away that, like that man made meaning of it. It's really something I don't know, interesting. And then Bodhi finds a comic. And that's the only thing he was interested in. But it's like, old and rare and he like takes it out of the plastic sleeve and then opens in a bunch oh it's like ripped and the pages kind of fly out and he's kind of like disappointed by that and but he might have kept it I kind of don't know but Brooklyn grabs like all of these other pieces of jewelry that they find because there's like some like necklaces or like chains and she just takes them all um and then they hear like Apollo and Aaliyah like calling them in the distance and Apollo's like banging on some steel drums and then Bodhi starts like rapping check yourself when Aaliyah is like accompanying him. So over at the academy, Sage is roaming around looking for Brooklyn only to not find her because Brooklyn is out on a mission. And then Max walks up and offers to go to reform with Sage for her to yell at Brooklyn if she so chooses. Uh, back in the woods, Bodhi tells Aaliyah that for someone that was not into this plan, she sure turned a corner real fast. And then um, Aaliyah tells him that she has to know the truth. And then she she like goes down this like, you know, this chain of train of thought, chain, chain, chain. No, it's not a chain reaction. 
look she has this thought process because she's like since those maps were in the archive and she's pretty sure her mom was in that archive then maybe her mom saw those maps so maybe she's out there somewhere like she's really out here connecting dots though like putting the pieces together you, you know it's it's really great detective work she's doing there um and she says that she knows it sounds crazy but Bodie, being Bodie, tells her that it's not and like wow he's really never once like crushed her dreams or invalidated her feelings about all this and her connections to the archive and her mom he's never like told her that she was chasing a pipe dream and like wait wait but what is a pipe dream like like what does that mean is it a crack pipe that's bad is it though well, hmm, that's something it's something to look up later uh i kind of really want to know now but and i'm just gonna keep it moving um but then then he says, but you know what does sound crazy? A beautiful and talented tribunal member's daughter would team up with a troublemaker from reform to bring an ancient form of music back from the past and make exemplar history. But I kind of like crazy. So they are having a moment. Honestly, they're having several moments out here on this journey to the edge of the earth, really. So um, they see this like I'll call, I'm calling it like a tank it's not a tank it's like a van it's not a van it's like a tank van no like does a tank has to have like a, a thing that shoots stuff out of it so then it's not a tank it's just like a like a heavy duty like van thing like a Brinks truck I don't know aren't those the ones that carry money whatever they see one and then they see some authority members like hop out of it and they're like patrolling so they like run and hide and like cower and they just narrowly escape getting caught um so now sage and max are at reform and they're kind of being treated like royalty and max is like into it because like everyone saw the exemplar performance they knew who they are they're like excited to see them you know max is loving the fame um but sage is really just looking for brooklyn so i mean yes i love them i do i love sage and brooklyn but this is a little bit sad because Brooklyn is out there on a whole illegal mission. Meanwhile, Sage is just like, I'm just going to stand in our spot and then see if she shows up. And no, 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 no. Sage needs, Sage needs a thing. Um, I mean, Brooklyn's kind of like, I mean, Brooklyn's like messed up for really just like ditching their whole plan with zero notice and just like upping and leaving to go on this whole like illicit adventure but like sage is really i don't know i don't know like i was gonna say she's like really like hung up on this and it's like for what i don't know like it hasn't been that long but they are young but like also like you're just gonna stand in this random spot and wait like you were right she probably didn't go to reform without you so you should have just figured out what happened with her later in the day and you could have you know had a whole 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 day practicing some other stuff or going to the archive and learning some new things or i don't know talking to some other people something else that didn't involve just standing and waiting or just waiting around but i mean i mean i get it i guess so uh we go back over in the woods and Aaliyah says that she's a little shaken up because of what just happened like with them like almost getting caught and stuff and then Bodhi says I got you so it it's not a good day for Sageland but things over on the SS Bodalia are they're really doing great really starting to sail um and Bodhi tells her that when when things were looking bad back there and he wasn't really scared for himself. He was more so scared for her and that he kind of like regrets getting her involved in this whole life of crime. And um, he kind of talks about what 
what not willing winning the exemplar would look like for them and he like Aaliyah would have a comfortable life back in progress like she'd get a job or whatever and everything would be fine but he really has nothing to look forward to and then Aaliyah's like but you can file a transfer when you turn 18 and he's like you know, like we both know that's not going to happen anymore like especially after everything that's gone on with the exemplar like it's just not an option for me um and then he he says that he's okay with I don't know like he's okay with it because since he met her he's been on the wildest ride of his life and he wouldn't change a thing and then they kiss so great for Bodhi and Aaliyah doing real well and then somehow they're all back together by all I mean Aaliyah and Bodhi and Brooklyn and Apollo and they have gotten to the edge of the earth aka the shield and um, there's like a weird sound coming from it um, which means that there's a sonic component to the shield which we knew because the only way to get out of it or through it was with a sonic disruptor. So, you know, that makes sense. Um, and on the other side of the shield, like what they see through it is like a wasteland. Like it looks like dirt hills or like rocks or something. So back at Reform, uh, the authority is shutting down the shops and putting the people under arrest. Now, the first time around, I don't think I realized that Fire just said that whole thing about like punishing the merchants and stuff um also she is the head of authority um because i are those people that were patrolling referred to her as authority phydra so like yeah she's basically like the police chief or whatever i guess um and so we're at reform and they're like arresting the people and then in the market and the arrests get like like out of hand they get like violent of course you know as as things do when you're in a targeted demographic um and sage looks scared so we cut back over to the shield and apollo won't stop staring at it and so he starts like walking towards it you know slowly but surely and then he does it he just touched it and as soon as he touched it he gets flung back like just flung um and then knocked unconscious and so then like Brooklyn and Aaliyah and Bodie are like just crowding around him to make sure that he's like still alive so we head over back to reform and it's a whole riot breaking out like sweet sage is sweet terrified and she's running into people getting slammed to the ground she hides under a table and in the midst of all this we cut back over to Bodie and um he like we f- we cut over to Bodie and Brooklyn and Aaliyah and they're trying to carry Apollo like through the woods and then a bo- then Bodie makes like a gurney which I don't know if that's the right term but he takes some branches and like ties some fabric in between them so that they can lay Apollo on it and then carry him to a hospital and reform um specifically because the hospital and reform won't ask any questions um so now Sage is under the table and Mags is looking for her and he grabs her and they run like the authority is like the authority is in there just going off like they are flipping tables they are beating people with like batons they are tasing people an authority member like grabs max and throws him down and then he throws him off of him and it's just so much and max is literally like fighting these authority members and then one grabs sage and then max leaps and when i say leaps i mean he like leaps from a table and tackles the guy and then someone runs in the stage and then she hits her head on the ground and as she's like laying there kind of like losing consciousness I don't know like things are getting real wavy um she sees Mags get tased and then like dragged away meanwhile Taggart is doing something meanwhile Taggart 
comes up to to Sage to tell her that like he's got her and not to worry. Um, you know, Taggart is the only authority member that we allow or accept in this house. And when I say we, again, I mean me because I am, uh, I'm by myself. Um, <laughs> so they make it to the hospital with Apollo and when they're there, it's like really hectic. So they find out that there have been some riots and as they're checking Apollo in, Brooklyn notices on like the check-in sheet that Sage has been admitted and she wants to find her. But then she's like asking like the doctor like or I don't know she's asking someone that works there like where Sage is but then they notice a cut on her arm and the doctor wants to check it out to make sure that it doesn't get affected and you know just um wrap it up. So um the doctor lady's talking to her and she's like oh you were great in that group performance and then she asks for her designation. Now this is a thing that I have neglected to bring up because I really didn't know what it meant and I still don't know what it meant but everyone has like a number after their name like Bodhi is Bodhi 2, Sage is Sage 5, I think Apollo is Apollo 3 and then I've like forgotten everyone else's. And originally, I thought that it just meant how many people had that same name. So that was how they designated them. Um, But then I kind of decided that that didn't make any sense. And I just have no idea what it's for. Um, So then Brooklyn's designation is two. And the lady is asking for it so that she can check to see if she has any allergies or anything. Which, you know, maybe that means that it's kind of like their last name. Because no one has like a last name. They just have names and then numbers. So maybe the numbers are their last names now. Um, And this is how they're like differentiated. But then like, are the numbers arbitrary? I don't know. Um, I don't know. But back to what's what's happening in the moment. Um, And it is the, the woman looks her up and apparently she sees something interesting in her file and she makes a face. And Brooklyn sees that face and tries to ask what like, what like what's going on and then woman's like um everything will be fine I'm gonna get you some meds go back to the waiting room we'll update you on your friends so of course Brooklyn once the lady walks out grabs the iPad thing and looks herself up and she finds out that she's dissonant now I didn't know what that meant so I had to look it up and it said something about being like not in harmony or like unharmonious or inharmonious or any any of that's a word it said that so then I was like so like it's it's weird because she's able to like sing and dance and stuff and then I realized that that's probably like that I realized that I'm wrong like that's not what that means in this case and so therefore I don't know what that means in this case and then I was just confused because it had to be something more serious than like not being able to like hold a tune so we'll see where that goes um so Brooklyn is kind of just looking visibly shaken by this news and she's like back in the waiting room and she's just sitting there and looks like she's just like unwell like kind of like mentally like she's just not present she's a sad girl now and um they wait and they wait and they wait in this waiting room until finally um the lady comes and tells them that Apollo is in a coma but he's expected to wake up at some point. And then she tells him that Sage is going to be fine, um, but has to stay overnight and that she is allowed one non-family visitor. So of course, Brooklyn is the one that's going to go back to see her. So Brooklyn is like kind of working up the courage to go into the room to see Sage when um, Sage's family walks in 
Brooklyn, her grands and her brother and her sister. And Brooklyn is like excited to see them and she's about to introduce herself. But then her grands are like, we know exactly who you are. And Sage is kind of like, not Sage, uh, Brooklyn is kind of shocked. And they're like, yeah, Sage can't stop talking about you. And Brooklyn was surprised and also happy that Sage even mentioned her to them. Um, And Brooklyn was just expressing how excited she was to meet them. And she introduced herself to the brother and the sister. And the sister was so happy that Brooklyn like knew who she was. And it was like a really cute moment. And then um, they go into the room and Sage is way less than enthused to see Brooklyn and she tells her to leave her alone and that she wants to be with her family but like it was like it was very cold it was like you can leave I want to be with my family and it was like woo so now Brooklyn again looking like a sad girl because she is a sad girl and then we go back over to the academy and Tempo is like walking around looking for Aaliyah And then at this moment, she walks in and he tells her that he heard about the riots. And so he was worried about her. And then they hug and Aaliyah's asking him if he he still mad at her. And then they both apologize. And then Bodhi sees them hugging. But then he walks up anyway. And then he asks Tempo if he's seen Mags anywhere. And Tempo tells him no. So then Bodhi is like, I looked everywhere for him. I checked the archive. I checked the hospital. I checked reform. I checked the neighborhood he's nowhere to be found it's like he disappeared and then some dramatic music starts playing and the three of them kind of just look at each other and then it's over and you know justice for mags because where is he where is where is mags donde esta mags it's my horrible spanish but i it does mean where is mags um and then i don't know so Phydra wasn't as present in this episode, but the essence of pi- pi. <laughs> but the essence of Phydra was still there and it still sucked. Like the whole reform rise are Phydra's fault. Like I'm mad that I didn't realize this the first time I watched it so that I could have been more mad at Phydra. Like I just wasted I wasted a bunch of episodes not being angry enough at her, like not hating her enough. You know, I wasn't really doing my full job, living up to my full Phydra hate potential, and I'm disappointed in me. But now, now I know, so I get to, I get to evenly hate her throughout the rest of this, basically. Um, but again, I know that she needs to exist because I need someone to hate, or else what's the fun? If you love everyone and there's nothing to spice it up, what are you even doing? So yeah, I need Phydra. I need to hate Phydra. Um, and then I need to also talk about how tempo is boring because if everyone's fun, then where's, where's the difference? You know, you get, there's balance. Last time I talked about how things need to have opposites in order for them to exist. Same thing. You can't just have a bunch of fun people and no boring one. That's not, that's not how we live life. And my friend group, I'm the boring one and that's fine. I've accepted my lot in life. Um, so, other than calling myself boring, what else do I have to add to this episode? Um, I like it. I say that every time, though. But I do like this one. I don't love it for Sageland because I love them. But um, it's still, like, good, though. Like, it's pushing some things forward, moving some things ahead, highlighting some some structural problems. Like, the whole maybe what they told them about this whole shield and what's on the other side of it is a lie just to keep them afraid so that no one would ever figure out what's really going on like that's an interesting take um and then I like that Bodhi and Aaliyah were like getting closer um 
which means that Aaliyah is getting away from tempo because she does not need that. That's, she doesn't need that. Mm-mm. Um, I like that Apollo is so, what's curious? Is that the word I want to use though? Like Apollo is very curious. Zealous, overzealous, that's not it. Hmm, okay. I don't know why I keep trying to make dollar words when quarter words work just fine. Apollo is very curious and is just seeking out so much knowledge. Like he wants to know everything he finds, he kind of wants to dig in more. Like he saw that drum pattern, maybe those are his people. He spent like the most time in that archive, just like taking in everything, the good, the bad, just all of it. Um, and making these new discoveries. And like he said, the archive is answering questions that he didn't know he had. And that's about the truth of New Babel. Like he found these maps, he never questioned it. And now he's questioning everything, which led him to go tap the edge and then get flung back like it was a slingshot. Like he really flew. It was truly something. Um, I was in shock <laughs> uh, that first time I saw it. But yeah, I don't know. This is like a good episode. It's also nice to see the different um, dynamics between people, like seeing like Aaliyah in Brooklyn and having that like mo- friendship moment at like lunch where they're kind of just like talking and Brooklyn casually brings up Bodie. It's like nice to see them being close. It's nice to see Mags try to be there for Sage. It's nice to see Mags protect Sage, but it's real sad to see Mags get tased. I wanted to say tagged. Um, it's not nice to see Max get tased and dragged away, though. That was real bad. Um, it was nice to see the different splits with, um, like, Bodhi and Brooklyn, and then Aaliyah and Tempo, and then Aaliyah and Bodhi. But, oh, I, I messed that up. I'm in Aaliyah and Apollo. We don't need to see Aaliyah and Tempo anymore. Um, like, on the journey, when it was, like, Aaliyah... Bodie, Brooklyn, and Apollo. It was nice to see the different split offs where it was Brooklyn and Bodie and Aaliyah and Apollo. And then we didn't really get to see Brooklyn and Apollo though. That wasn't a split we had, which is interesting now that I'm looking back on it. What's up with that? They hate each other? I'm kidding. No one hates each other. Except Sage kind of hated Sierra. But that's just because she was jealous, which was like kind of cute. Like it's kind of endearing. But then it's like, you don't have to be jealous. You need to know that you are enough and you are deserving and so like that's really what makes the whole sage thing kind of sad because it's like she still I don't know it's like she still doesn't feel confident in herself so that she doesn't need to wait around for Brooklyn like you just don't you don't have to wait around for the person she's good enough on her own to do whatever she wants to do and I don't know I'm rambling and I don't think any of it makes sense so yeah that was Utopia Falls episode five um halfway through the season slash series because there's only one season at least so far and uh stuff is still going to continue to happen and stuff has happened um and I'm gonna keep talking about that stuff but uh I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up all right let me do the the thing the plug it is the plug ah whatever let me talk about something else that's not utopia falls for a minute and the thing I want to talk about this time is Outer Banks, which is this show that I just finished watching um, a few days ago. And it is on Netflix. It's about these teenagers that 100% don't look like teenagers, or at least like not all of them. Like a couple of them look like they could have a 401k if you ask me, but I digress. 
um and it it picks up with this guy's dad who is like gone missing or whatever and he's been missing for a while and like presumed dead but he doesn't believe he's dead and then there's like a treasure hunt and like honestly like when you look it up it's all uh so many genres it's like mystery crime thriller um romance drama and i'm like how many things can you be at once you know but labels are a thing so if you just got to put as many on there as you can um but it was good the, the start was a little slow i will say but it really did pick up and i really was invested in where the story was going um i was like rooting for characters i was like sad for characters i hated some i i wanted them to stop existing i wanted to take a golf club to many kneecaps i I was enraged um by some people I will say um but it was it was a good time for the most part uh when it wasn't infuriating but other than that you know good times um and another thing I want to just say that I enjoyed was um the half of it which is a movie on Netflix and it it was just real cute um yeah I don't even was it a rom-com I truly I don't know um it was kind of some calm a little bit of rom i really don't know but it 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 was good um so yeah i updated my blog at some point i don't know if i updated it no i updated it i updated it um so you can check that out at spillintv.com s-p-i-l-l-i-n-t-v.com um you can follow me on twitter at that same place but with an underscore so spillin underscore tv um and then on instagram it's just my personal one at tylerpedia t-y-l-e-r-r-p-e-d-i-a-a um you know i I don't know make good choices or something i 